<laughs> What's up, YouTube? And I just welcome to Lords of the Lombok Experience, the cover price top 10 for the week ending February 19, 2024. Uh, you guys are staying dry out Ooh. there, man. It is really, it's been raining all day long, and I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. Really? Love it. Yeah. While you guys are congregating, um, I know you wanted some uh, 80s, right? Oh, that's right. That was, that was from a few that weeks was ago. That was last week. That was last yeah. week, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I got some for that ass. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. So still some 90s in there, but some 80s in there. Some even got some ska, and that probably did nothing for you, Laura, since you're amped up on the energy drink right now, because that was <laughs> fucking kind of crazy when you think about it. I was bobbing along to it. I was moving with it. That, remember those old Jock Jams compilation CDs? Yes, I do remember. what they're, they're, they're uh, mimicking. Jesus, uh, Laura, that was, uh, yeah. Mm. I'm drinking these prebiotic sodas. They're actually really good. They make your tummy go do weird things. No, they don't. Do they? Oh, it will. Prebiotics. Well, it's prebiotic, of course. So you're on a. They're going to do something. The whole definition of it is it does something to your stomach. So that's a probiotic. This is a prebiotic. Trust me. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Energy drinks and a prebiotic. 
I'm just gonna say. Just, Weird combination tonight. It's totally okay, okay you know. All right, yeah. Laura. It's good. It tastes like Dr. Pepper. It's good. Okay. All right. Marty, so what's good to people? Hey, what's good, everybody? Uh, good to be here with the beautiful, luscious Lady Laura and Chivo, the main <laughs> man that's running in the circle. You know, you can't forget Chivo, man, because last time it's I, I just is lovely and I just get main man Chivo. All right. Yeah. All right. Main, main man. man that's a good thing. You're the All main right. man. There, it, All right. You see, you say like you're my man, fifty grand. You're my man, pots and pans. You know what I'm saying, something like that. Oh, spitting them tunes, man. To your vocabulary. Anyway, this show is brought to our friends over at coverprice.com for price guides, collectors, and trends. Head on over to coverprice.com. Uh, also, from our friends at Bird City Comics, use the code of L O P L O T L B to get fifteen percent off in the Bird City Comics store. Uh, this dropped last week. I don't know if you guys got a chance to get it, but it is super dope. Uh, it's uh, Run the Jewels. Um, I think that's homage. sold out. Yeah. I don't think we have any of those. Yeah. All right. Anything dropping uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, we actually have another feral cover, but I can't show you guys the image until tomorrow. Uh, but it's equally badass. So we'll unveil tuned. it on Thursday. All right. Yes. You see so it through your going. you see it through the text too, right? You get the like firsthand when you when you text it out. Oh yeah, the text usually goes out like a minute and a half before the book is actually live. So people have time to get on the site and log in and stuff. So definitely do that. All right, so is uh, the cover price top 10 where we look at the hottest trending selling books on the market in both uh, price and uh, units sold uh, uh, on the aftermarket. Uh, And first off is a new one to the list. that uh, It's not an ultimate anything, I don't think. Look at that cover. Wow, interesting. Who's first? That's you, lady. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Number 11, runner up. We have Spider Gwen, smash number three, the Ricky Yagagwa, one in 25 from 2024. So Ricky killed this cover. Spider Gwen has gradually become an icon with titles continuously growing in popularity. Yagawa capitalized (laughs) on the namesake of this book, then slapped an exquisite rendition of Dazzler on the cover. If you've paid attention to these lists for the last few months, you'll understand the current appeal of Dazzler around the community. We tracked 23 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 139% with a high sale of $100 for a near-mint raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $82. I already talk fast, so an energy drink's not a good thing for me, huh? You were were killing it. You were killing it, Laura. Yeah. Yeah, Man, uh, you were just like on fire. (laughs) Spider-Man smash smash number three, the Ricky uh, Yagawa. One in 25, obviously taking uh, kind of the, I, I think this is Taylor Swift adjacent, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you know, because, yeah. you know, it was rumors with Dazzler and everything, but uh, uh, we shall see. All right. So, I don't hate uh, this one, though. Some of them out there have been like uh, really cool. difficult. It's a very uh, 70s kind of uh, wavy hair. I like hair it. I, it's feathered yeah. hair is what we used to call it back in the day. Yeah, feathered yeah. Hair. The feathers, the, All yeah. Right. All right. What do you have number 10? Nice. I like number 10 is Batman number 142. This is the Giuseppe Camacoli foil published by DC in 2024. Thank you. In the large ocean of Joker covers, there are a few that immediately catch the interest of collectors. Fans of the Joker immediately wanted to collect the foil cover by Camacoli. The sudden interest caused this book to surge in value and sales. The aftermarket is still chasing this cover, potentially making it another iconic cover 
of the Clown Prince of Crime. We tracked 32 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 196%, with a high sale of $35 for a raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $22. There you go. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but, um, you know, Kamen 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 Kamakoli. Kamakoli. Just not Kamakulo, okay? <laughs> All right, number 10 on the list is Batman number 142, the Giuseppe Kamakoli foil variant. What do we have for number nine? Ah, it's back. Okay, number nine, Ultimate Black Panther number one, Boss Logic Ultimate Special that just came out. Boss Logic has an enormous following. Over 2 million people follow him on Instagram. Once he started producing official comic covers, there was a huge following that collected his artwork. This book was already trending because of the appearance of the new Ultimate Black Panther. Given that cover A's are hard to find, collectors are opting for other variants and who best to collect than Boss Logic. We tracked uh, 60 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 107%, with a high sale of $50 for a raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $29. Ultimate Black Panther, uh, Ultimate Black Panther number one, Boss Logic, the ultimate special, Raw Dog, 50 Bones. Um, you know, it's funny, Boss Logic, I, I followed his career when he was just like an artist through deviant art and everything else. And he started, you know, he doesn't do many comic covers. Um, and then, you know, you find out he's he's like from New Zealand or South Africa or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, he's yeah, he not, never he's, posts any pictures of himself, right? Like nobody knows what he looks like. I, no, no? I heard him in interviews. I've heard him in interviews. Yeah. I met um I'm pretty sure that's he's somewhere like that. But anyway, okay. uh what do we have for number eight? Yeah. Number eight brings you ultimate Spider-Man number one. This is the Marco Cicero cover. This is the regular edition published by Marvel in 2024. This Spider-Man book is ceasing to slow down while it is no longer in the number one spot it is still selling enough to remain in our top 10. Marvel released the second print this past week, proving to be just as popular. This cover A still remains one of the highest value covers out of the set. Its value is nearing that of one in 100 cover at a current fair market value of $73 for a raw near mint copy. We track 68 copies sold at a seven day trend of 95%, with a high sale of $203 for a CGC 9.8 copy. There it is. That's interesting. Again. I'm at, uh, no. it's down at number eight right now. I'm in, I'm in, will it hang on to the last spot? I meant, um, you know, we shall see, but it keeps on going and going. Yeah. He's Australian. He was born in Australia. Australia. Okay. Yeah, I believe, believe so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, number eight on the list, Ultra Spider-Man number one, the Marco Cicero regular variant. All right. Number seven, our all our least oh. favorite cover. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Number seven, we have new X-Men number 114, the direct edition from 2001. So now that Deadpool and Wolverine trailer has been out for a week, fans have dissected it, analyzing every scene, and many fans noticed an ominous figure that may have been maybe the teased villain Cassandra Nova. Emma Corrin is the rumored actress who will be portraying the role of the villain. Even with the new trailer, we still do not have official confirmation that this rumor is even true. Even so, fans are still banking on her appearance and are picking up copies of her first appearance. 
We tracked 71 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 127%, with a high sale of 190 for a CGC 9.8 copy. And TiVo's favorite raw near mint is going for 16 bucks. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, this character's uh, origin is wild. Like, she's Professor Xavier's uh, twin sister, and they're both in the womb together, and they had... Oh, wow. Uh, and as... as embryos or babies in the womb they both had sonic battles with each oh other oh my goodness and professor <laughs> xavier came out on top uh Poor mom then she, yeah then she came <laughs> back but I mean, it is a wild ass comment uh <laughs> origin story for cassandra nova uh so number They're seven list is new x-men number 114 all right we have for number six um, number six, here we go. Kind yeah, of. Ultimate Spider-Man number one. This is the RV Silva second print published by Marvel in 2024. The second print of this book has opened to a fast market. It immediately moved to the aftermarket and fans could not get enough of Ultimate Spider-Man. The other Ultimate Spider-Man number one variants have fallen off the top 10, making room for this newcomer. This book will likely reappear next week as well. However, it is important to note that third print is on the way and it will arrive on March 6th. The pre-sales for the Virgin incentive covers have already started increasing in value. We'll see if the second print will remain in the top 10 once the next printing drops. We track 44 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 211% with a high sale of $24 for a raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $12. Ultimate Spider-Man number one, RB Silva second print. I'm all down. I'm down for anything that RB Silva does. Yeah. Dope, dope artists. Um, I, I, I'd i be curious to see what the actual uh, order run was this for LCS. Since on the pod, the first time they ordered, they didn't expect such... So many people go out and buy it. So I'm wondering if, you know, it bucks, you know, a lot of in the past, people, nobody collected second prints, third prints, fourth prints. And I think that all changed with um, Spider Gwen. There was multiple printings of that. And that people really, really were like out to get. Can you guys think of another instance in the past where, multi, you know, second printings or third printings were really hot? Yeah, there's a, there's also uh, with Star Wars series too, the, the second and third printings. They always seem to catch a lot more value, sometimes um, more than the first printing, of course. But yeah, uh, yeah Star Wars definitely has a has quite a few chains of uh, of second. Shoot, I remember back print. in the day, a second print was just the same cover but a different color. But now, you know, now it's like a yeah, totally different yeah. cover than the first print. You know, so exactly. right, halfway there, Borders goes away after number five. Oh, again. Yeah, we are cruising through this list tonight. Uh, Guys, before I read this one, make sure that you give the show a thumbs up if you haven't already. And please sub the channel. We are so, so close to making sure TiVo can never leave. So make sure to do that. So close. So close. So close. All right. Number five, Ultimate Universe number one from 2023. So with everyone collecting the Ultimate Universe, an early book returns to the top 10. This book is starting to get notoriety due to being the first cameo appearance of Maystorm and the new Ultimate Black Panther. This book may have been overlooked when it was first released. However, since the popularity of the two characters has surged, this book deserves a second look. We tracked 69 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 170%, with a high sale of $48 for a CGC 9.6 copy, and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $29. Nice. 
Ultimate Universe number one. Sequential Geek says, show me a top 10 of comics that are based on comics, not spec on movies and TV shows. I'm know what I'm saying? Tivo, you got to do yeah. something for top 10. Uh, well, this isn't a real, this is pretty organic, right? I mean, it's not really based on any type of movie news, right? This is really. Yeah. I kind of uh, feel like everybody's just waiting for this to become I mean, something. Though. Obviously, there are things on here that are that and then i was based on you know movie spec and and you sure. know trailers and whatnot speaking of which segue number four is <laughs> yeah <laughs> fantastic four number 209 this is the newsstand version published by marvel in 1979 this past valentine's day marvel took to social media to casually announce the cast for fantastic four fans entered a frenzy with the project's first official news. One detail that fans noticed was the inclusion of Herbie in the family portrait. While the first appearance of Fantastic Four is a grail that his majority cannot afford, the first appearance of Herbie is well within most collectors' reach. The newsstand copy is currently selling fewer copies than the direct edition which may be due to difficulty of finding a newsstand copy over a direct edition. We tracked 51 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 266% with a high sale of $63 for a CGC 9.2 copy and a current raw, very fine fair market value of $10. Well read. You've gotten so damn good, Marty. Jay Nunya said movie spec is dead, and then we showed this damn book. If if you saw it, I mean, it, it was interesting the way that they released it. It was for Valentine's Day. It was a movie poster, and and that even that thing was dissected. Her, obviously, Herbie was on there. It looks like he's holding a Time magazine from 1963. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things picture behind him as dressed as an astronaut. They even tore that apart, saying that that is a a newer spacesuit, not like the old spacesuits that look like basically those underground oh, wow. uh, underwater divers, you know, deep sea diver guys. Yeah. yeah. They dissected the shit out of that thing, but uh, I, I, I for one, I'm not, I'm not mad at the casting. You know what I mean? Pedro Pascal can do anything, but uh, Vanessa oh, yeah. Kirby, absolutely, definitely Sue Storm, and the kid from uh, sure. from Stranger Things is Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. I can, I can dig it. I can dig yeah. it. All right. So number four on the list is Fantastic Four two hundred nine auction, and as somebody noted in the list, first uh, John Byrne issue on Fantastic Four. And then in 232, he does both the art and the write, uh, the story. So, uh, yeah, man. What happened number three? Uh, number three, we have Ultimate Black Panther number one, the Stefano Caselli regular cover from this year. The new Ultimate Black Panther has been generating tons of heat. The book itself was already a hot cover before its release, thanks to the massive success of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. There was also a rumor that a publisher had lost thousands of copies of this first issue. This rumor hasn't been verified or corroborated, but it was enough to keep the aftermarket buzzing. We tracked 192 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 108%, with a high sale of $148 for a 9.8 CGC copy, and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $57. Hmm. I didn't know that rumor. lost thousands of copies of this. Yeah, but why, why would it be a well, publisher that lost it? That would mean maybe they meant a printer or something, but uh, mm. publisher had just, lost thousands of copies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, interesting. Well, some people will find any reason well, to do thousands anything. Thousands of copy. Yeah. And yeah, and they will <clears> see <throat> thousands of copies of this being sold. Watch. <laughs> Nothing heist. ever was, gets lost. It was a heist, man. I'm telling you, it was a heist. No, when they when the when DC or Marvel says to destroy copies, they don't destroy copies. No, they don't. I know that for a fact. All right, what do we have for number two? Oh, here we go. Yes, <laughs> Fantastic Four number two hundred nine direct edition, published by Marvel in nineteen seventy nine. Herbie is here. While casting for the first family's robot was not announced, the family portrait included Herbie. This led many fans to believe that the casting announcement also announced the inclusion of Herbie in any future Fantastic Four productions. Although there isn't any official announcement for the ever-loving robot, fans are still banking on his appearance by picking up copies of this issue. The direct edition seems easier to obtain, as it is sold nearly twice as much as the newsstand edition. We tracked 91 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 256%, with a high sale of $350 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a current raw, fine fair market value of $16. Fantastic Four, number 209, the direct edition from 1979. Let's look at 1979. Wow. 6%. 6%. Wow, direct. I give it like maybe 6 to 10, 15% for error. Our our margin of error, you know what I'm saying? You're in accounting, you understand that, right? You just this chart's fascinating. I want this on like the back of a mug or something. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I really would. I would like to see this anytime I pick up a comic book. Like, hey, which one's better? Should have a digital where it's just scrolling, you know, constantly. Just have it on a a shirt. Um, should I do a Mm. trivia before we do the last one? Yes, you should. Laura's gonna give away a book. I'm gonna do a start line. Start line. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the Herbie acronym? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be exact. Exacto. Yes. Duh. Repeat the question Duh. one more time, Tiva. Herbie is an acronym for something. It is. Funny thing, too, is he they, he first started off in the cartoon. Remember the Fantasy Four cartoon? And then he, yeah, then he, he did, appeared yep. in, I remember. in the comics. Yeah. Very cheesy. Very, very Everybody's cheesy. Everybody's Googling. Yeah. I can feel it. They're all looking yeah, at Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. We have a winner. Humanoid yeah. Experimental Yay. RB Type Integrated Electronics. Yeah, that's a mouthful, and you get it. Uh, H and H. Reach out to Laura, and she'll send you out a comic oh, book. Man, congrats. I feel like I stalk H and H. He wins a lot. I, I feel like he's like sick of my stuff showing up at his house. But congratulations, uh, it's such an, yeah, it, it, it's such an interesting one right there to to, to do right. because it's such a long. Yeah, speaking of um, wild spec, what do we have for number one? All right, this one's a little bit obvious if you've been on social media at all this week. So we have Secret Wars number five, the Alex Ross cover from 2015. This book has a small key appearance of Night Machine, an alternate version of Nikola Tesla. However, this isn't the reason the book is trending. Eagle-eyed fans have spotted this cover in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. There hasn't been any official information about this Easter egg, so purchase it with caution. We have no idea if this book was there to reference a specific storyline or simply a nod to the title Secret Wars. 
Until we get official clues as to the purpose of this book, buying it at the current prices is a gamble. We tracked 166 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 372%, with a high sale of $249 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $28. That is wild. Secret Wars number five, CGC 9.8 for $249, up 372% off of just a screenshot on the... If you if you look if you watch the trailer, it's the end of the scene where Wolverine is uh, on top, right about to be on top of uh, Deadpool. That sounds nasty, but right before that, <laughs> you see the book over to the left. And uh, I, if you follow like I do, follow New Rock Stars and follow um, Emergency Awesome, dude, they do a great job of breaking down Easter eggs and everything frame yeah, by frame. It, they the just go so with the New Rock Stars yeah. like. There's like 70 Easter eggs you may have missed or something like that. I mean, it, it's wild everything that they do with the with that Deadpool uh, three, um, um, the Deadpool three trailer. And how, trailer, I'm, yeah. I'm super stoked that the dude from Succession is going to be on there. Um, if you, does anybody watch Succession? Succession, the no. show. Yes. Yes. Okay. That that he he's in the Deadpool three movie. Remember, he's the he's lives uh, Shiv's Shiv's husband. Shiv's husband. Mm. Yeah. He's also Pride and Prejudice. Hello. Oh, that brings us to Rabbit Seen Succession. I highly suggest you watch it, man. It is very, very entertaining. Just incredible dialogue. And they win like they win all the awards for everything. Macaulay Cocken won. The chick that plays uh Shiv wins. Uh I think he's won. I forgot his name. I didn't even know he was British, to be honest with you, because he was on that show. And I go, wow, he's got a really good American accent. But I remember he was on a show called. <laughs> like The Last Kingdom mm. Viking show. He is yes. at the very beginning of the show, first episode. And he plays one of the British guys or, that are fighting out the Viking horde. And that's when I knew that he, I was, oh, wow, he's British. That's when I found out. Cause I said, wait a second, he looks familiar, but uh, yeah. The main reason to watch Succession though, I think it's cause of Kieran Culkin. His Succession. character is fantastic. Okay. I kind of want to check Shiv. it out. I meant, I, oh, she is. Dude, Shiv's thick, gorgeous. She's like. Thick. Okay. This thick is just, I, She's thick, yeah. right? But like, I guess when she first got the role, they told her that she had to like lose weight or they were going to get rid of her. And I'm like, she's mm-hmm. perfect. The, like the yes, perfect shape. I don't know. She's gorgeous and she's smart. I started watching uh, Masters on Netflix. I think it's called Masters. Masters. What's that about? Golf. It's uh, it's about it's set in the the late 1800s, and and I might be saying the title wrong, but um, it's about um, Chinese migrants coming to San Francisco, and then getting the jobs and getting into gangs and everything. It's uh, is this is you talking about Warrior? Warrior, that's Warrior, that's yeah, Warrior, Warrior. yeah, that's Masters. fucking awesome. Warrior. Based on the writings of Bruce yeah. Lee, do we right, do another right. one thing? We're gonna be here all night. We're, we're not <laughs> Warrior. Is awesome. I love how they use the awesome, Jitsu style too, and everything. So. Well, War, if you remember, Warrior started on like uh, some other channels. It started like in Cinemax or something, and the first uh, it was yeah, seasons, Cinemax. Yeah. Then it went to HBO Max. Seasons, then it moved yeah. over to Netflix. Yeah, but uh, yeah. there's lots of good violence, good martial arts in it. 
lot of cursing and a lot of nudity. So you know it's a skin max flick. And yeah. speaking of skin and max, Laura. Any I have a question words? before we go. Somebody up in the chat here, he who remains, said, I thought for sure the AI penthouse cover would have made this list. That book is fire. Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. Which one? It's it's a it's just like a face of a girl. Um, it's done by AI. It's kind of cartoony, so it's not like a realistic picture, but it's well, beautiful. We're a, we're a family show, so we can't fucking talk, show that kind of shit. Okay, we're not. Well, it's not. It's not like <laughs> sexy. Well, I mean, it's sexy, but it's not like showing anything. It's just her face. But what do you guys think about AI doing covers? Because that but Penthouse got a lot of backlash for that. Did they? No, I, I, I like I it. I, I enjoy AI covers. But I'll be honest. I, did a, I think it's beautiful. I did a, a YouTube uh, Facebook post uh, about a movie I saw. Holy shit. <laughs> so I watched uh, the Bob Barney biopic, right? And um, mm-hmm. I'm still undecided, man. I mean, they, they, they only, it was an hour, 45 minutes long. They could have, the man's life was a lot more complex than that. It basically takes place in a period of time when, when Bob Marley was going to do this kind of a tour of, uh, or do this free concert in Jamaica and he shows him going to like London and his, you know, but he was already popular at the time. My okay. favorite scene from it is when he was part of the wailing whalers and they sang a ska rock steady song called simmer down. That's not jam. I've been loving this. You know, that's like, if you don't know your music, ska and rock steady pre- was before reggae. Reggae slowed it down. It's kind of like a, Dun, 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 where ska was a lot like a lot of horns and shit, but mm, I, I did not know that man. Yeah. Did not know that. Just trivial things that Tivo knows. I should. There we go, that. Laura. Any last words? Uh, okay, so last week the girls and I did like a sexy cover show, and it did really well. People were digging it. So we are doing part two in about five minutes. So join us over there if you're, you know, wanting to hang out. And we were we didn't get too raunchy, but we were definitely worse than the guys. The girls and I were just nice, online, so. very nice. It was fun. <laughs> Let loose, right? right? Let loose. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Have a good time. Marty, yeah. any last words? Hey, thanks for joining us. Everybody was in the chat is amazing. As always, always wonderful to be here with the luscious lady Laura and my man Tivo. And Tivo. <laughs> Tivo. That's why I'm going to leave. Thank you. You're not going to leave. Coming. All right. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for JB, Marty, Laura, and Matt Miller, Matt Dillon, who couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I'm really, <laughs> really losing on this guy. So uh, we'll see you Thursday for the Shaker Show, hopefully. Uh, and don't know if I'll be available, but if I'm not, my man JB will run the show. So uh, until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out.